You're ready to be premature <laughs> wow, all impressive. over again. <laughs> yeah. wow, that's, that's, that's impressive. Quick, quick reset. Yeah. Quick reset. Last night was Ramos Jizz. A jizz. That's how we come out of the break? <laughs> Jesus, bro. I was so high that um, I shit myself at some point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, get still here. Somebody, somebody, everybody mute. Goddamn it, you're killing me. My SEAL Team 6 with the SEAL Team 12. <laughs> so he pisses in a cup and then drinks it. It's all good. Recycling. You don't want to recycle it. <laughs> I don't know what's worse. You're a ginger or you've been vaccinated. You sit around and drink and solve the world's problems, right? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is a new week. It is a new topic. This is one we have not done in a while, this style. And and I'm impressed because, Hosh, you brought this one up a few weeks ago, but things being what they were, we just hadn't cycled to it. This is going to be a pick episode. And I don't know if you if you listeners remember this, but we did these way back in season one. And every so often we would do a pick your top three something whatever the random thing was, maybe it was concerts, maybe it was movies, it doesn't matter, but, and it was a pick them. And so we would go around the room and we would talk about our top three, whatever it was for that episode. So Haas asked if we would circle back and do one of those. So that's what we're doing. And so I'm super excited about this one. Been spending all week working on this. Uh, So yeah, let's go ahead and jump in and get started. Gentlemen, how's everybody doing? Good, good. Awesome. If I was any better, I'd be Lane Kiffin. It's showtime, baby. Let's go. Oh, you don't want to be Lane, Lane Kiffin, Kiffin? I'm not even sure. Lane Kiffin, maybe. I'd just like to see if you're paying attention. That's all. Uh, all right. So let's go ahead and jump into it. I'm glad you guys are here. I'm here. Let's waste no time. Haas, super excited you're back. Thanks for being here, brother. Hope you enjoy the week off. So let's go ahead and jump into our drink. So Haas, since we missed you last week, I'm going to let you go first and uh, tell us what you're drinking tonight for this auspicious occasion. I mean, it's not a complicated beverage. It's not even a multi-layered or ingredient <laughs> beverage, but it's a good, tasty beverage when it's hot outside and and you and you you're maybe missing the South and missing home a little bit. I, I does just it have I'm gin in it? No. Oh well, I, that's been your go-to for hot outside. That's it what has, you said. It has. Okay. No, Sorry. it Ramos has bourbon. Is Ramos is just bourbon. Yeah, well, oh man, oh, oh, good old Ramos. His his gin jizz is just that the guy. Best. That guy. That nobody jizzes. Nobody jizzes like Ramos. And I'm sure you appreciate that. All right, so I'm sorry, bourbon. Who we got that it? far. Uh, bourbon, uh, some uh, sugar, some water, and some mint. And I, you know, just got old classic mint julep. There you go. Yep. You uh, you you go into the Kentucky Derby. I mean, what the hell's going on here? No, I just, you know, um, I had asked the wife uh, to get fresh mint so I could make gin and tonics with mint. <laughs> and then, okay. and then I you realized I was out of, I, I'm, I'm, this is a sad day in this house. I might be out of gin. Uh, what do you mean you um, might be? I, I might Turn around and look at your bar. You either are or you aren't. You I might be out of gin. He's got a couple bottles tucked under I mean, like the I've mattress. Got, I've got an emergency. Squirrel I've got an emergency. Away. I've got an emergency <laughs> bottle of Monkey Forty Seven. But other than that, I'm out. Not breaking. Man, that's it. a problem. He, he, he's like, he's like, wait, I, I found it. There it is, right, right there. Right. You yeah. got to lay your head down. Let me, let me get that. <laughs> Man, just I could really sworn that was a hemorrhoid. No, that was just a bottle I was keeping last week. There you go. So a mint julep. Okay. Uh, princess I'm, I'm... in the gin bottle <laughs> i can't get to sleep i don't know what it is it's it. ruined a uh, childhood yes memory. wonderful childhood fairy tale man thanks uh, on that note let's move on to grinch who felt the need to ruin a childhood fairy tale brother what are you drinking tonight now it makes me smile when i do that i know uh you live i for those moments. out 
we were out eating last night. So that doesn't we, look anything like the picture you sent out. On <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> no, it does not. not they even. Had, well, they had the, the like, rim I'm referring to. Yeah, the they rim just looks different. Around, uh, and actually, it was kind of like something else going on. It was uh, kind of like a jam almost. But anyway, like chamoy. It's a. It's a. Yeah. It's a spicy watermelon margarita. There you go. So you decided we had one out. We're going to make so, one at home. So yep. you, spi- spicy. So what does that mean? Is, is, it's got a jalapeno is the, in it. Is, is there like a jalapeno. mix? Is there like a, a, like a no, li- no. liqueur mix or something? No. Muddled up some watermelons. Get the juice. Uh, chopped up some jalapenos. Um, you know, you kind of make all the, the liquid and then, you know, toss in the jalapenos so they can sit and Okay. It's just like that simply lemonade concept. It's just executed okay. a little differently. Right? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So, I, and again, Mac and I are trying this. He actually ordered it, this chamoy. So it's a Mexican. It's like a spicy fruit jam. Yeah. Like I think that's exactly what it is. Right? That you rim. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to try a margarita when he's down visiting. So uh, yeah. good. Please, please clarify. Please say we're going to try a margarita, not rim. Okay. <laughs> yes. uh, we're no, no, try no. A rim. We know. We know. You're going to try and rim some margaritas. That's it. Uh, I like how he holds it up. He's like, yeah, it, I made this oh, drink last so, night. I sent out a picture. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't look like so it. And I was referring to the ring. now is uh, Margarita. Margarita. One Margarita. Oh, no, we're not Don't look that. now. I'm coming and- after your job, Max. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he's the v- the VP. That's it. So, so, I, know, so, I might be getting ousted here. That's it. Grinch, <laughs> when, when we do the jalapeno, are you a seed, no seed kind of guy? Um, I'm okay with the seed to give it a little more pop. Okay. Uh, Mrs. prefers it not with the seeds, so we compromise and don't have seeds. <laughs> is that a, is, that's a compromise? That's a wonderful uh, compromise. That is. Okay. Yeah, that is a marital compromise. <laughs> happy wife, true. happy life. That's I'm all correct. seeds. I'm no seeds. Then we're going with no seeds. Okay, compromise. Yeah, right. No like seeds it. it is. And one one more follow-up <laughs> question. So is yours as good as what you had at the restaurant? I think it's pretty good. I mean, I would like it with that, you know. Chamoy, yeah. Chamoy. Um, but otherwise, no, that's good. Yeah. And he would like somebody else to make it for him, but you know, well, that like they did happened, at the restaurant, which is why, which is why yeah. it had no seeds. <laughs> <laughs> and what is chamoy? Uh, it's a spicy fruit jam. Uh, it's Mexican. Okay. It's 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 uh, Mexican in nature. That's where they come. It yeah. comes from, and so it's. Uh, we're making a ma- uh, like a spicy mango margarita, and you rim it with this chamoy because it's like a spicy fruit jam, and then okay. yeah, yeah. So instead of like taking the lime. Wetting the rim Sweet. of the glass, right. rolling it this salt. is you know, you take this to... stuff and just kind of looks like some shit that. on it, looks like someone's shit on the rim of a glass, bro. I'm yeah, telling I, you, it sounds like something I need for Friday uh, nights. I need to order something like to, over here. I'm gonna watch you, know? you make our drinks, okay? Well, and 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 of course, I got because of what we're doing, it's uh, so like can you you do ours with candied mango? So I bought candied mango, that's what you garnish it with, and so we'll see how it goes. We'll let you know, we'll probably have it on the show. All right, so there we go. Watermelon, spicy margarita, mar- mar- the watermelon margarita. All right, Mac, what about you, brother? What are you drinking tonight? Um, you know, I I think I'm 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 going to forego the uh, chief margarita title here in a little bit. Uh, I went with the Kentucky Buck again, trying to get through some of the goddamn bourbon. You know, there <laughs> I keep there are in the corner, and I'm like, I know there are other okay. I'm just saying there are a myriad of other fucking drinks with bourbon. <laughs> But they had the the Fever Tree ginger beer on sale at Costco. Okay. For like under a dollar a bottle, um, <laughs> so I couldn't pass that up. So I, I bought like a big twelve pack of that. Um, so I had, you know, plenty of that, plenty of bourbon. So it just made sense. And, and cool. yes, I did it in the uh, the copper mug. And coincidentally, nice. there are other bourbon drinks made with ginger beer. So 
you know, I'll educate you when you're here. Don't worry about it right now. It's okay. You go back to drinking your Kentucky bug. We still love you. It's uh, good. I like it. Fuck that's off. That's all that matters. There you go. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, is it to me? I think it's to me. Must be me. Okay. So I am doing a blueberry bourbon smash. Uh, I don't know if you can see the blueberries, fresh blueberries. Sounds yummy. Very right nice. There. Um, so because, you know, you guys tell me I'm pretentious. What you do is you boil fresh, uh, wait, fresh wait, blueberries. Wait, wait. We don't tell you. You do because you I don't are. tell myself. I don't tell yeah. myself. I you are, you guys, yes, you do. You guys yes, you do. When so you're with that making being these said, fucking things, that ship sailed a long time ago. You, you know. You know. SS, SS pretentious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm smug. SS That's pretentious. It. <laughs> so sailed. you have to make blueberry syrup. So I just boiled blueberries with brown sugar and water. till Obviously, it thickens up. And and then you run it through a cheesecloth and strain it. So you get just the syrup. And then it is basically... It is one ounce of the syrup. How many ounce... motherfuckers outside of Amish country own cheesecloth? Cheesecloth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Moving right along. Fucking Thor does. Mm-hmm. So, so it's an ounce of the blueberry syrup. It's an ounce of lemon juice, two ounces of bourbon. I went with the Green Label Weller, the Special Reserve. Mac, I know you're uh, a big fan. And uh, then you shake that up with ice, and then you pour it in a cup. You garnish it technically with lemon, but I threw a... Uh, couple of the fresh blueberries and then you top it with none other than ginger beer mac in case you want to use your ginger beer for another bourbon drink not a kentucky butt so let's give this a whirl mm. so i got a question for you too since you mentioned sorry Haas. i know you weren't here brother thank you sir i appreciate it you're about to break my heart go mac wake up uh you mentioned the the, the weller's green label um mm-hmm. and i don't know if we discussed this on the uh an episode yet but I know you entered a lottery for a bottle of Sazerac. Didn't Have you win. Heard anything? No, the, the drawing was yesterday. I did not get a a phone call. That's Fuck. bullshit. Yeah, it is what it is. I mean, I, I took don't plan on saving. I shot my shot. Sounds, I, I did, sounds so. rigged. Sounds rigged. Probably, me. Fucking isn't. Florida. Yeah, and my wife's like, you need to go in there and talk to them. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, you I, go I, complain. I, I, I'm with Haas on this one. I mean, I would, I'd Florida, go in there and complain about hanging chads. That's it. And asked and asked to speak to Jeb. What did he do? Chad, I don't know, but it <laughs> sounds like a raw into the deal for Chad. All right, gents. Well, as always, to another great episode. I Cheers. say soul to you. And you know what we do here. We go to work. All right. So it is uh, uh, a pick'em episode. So we have a topic on hand, or it's actually, I guess, a particular item that we're going to be covering. Pick your favorite three this. And for this episode, we are doing what i don't remember how you worded it haas but it i know it was album related your most influential albums or your favorite albums yeah so i i guess a little a quick context so there's a couple of few albums that i've been listening to recently a lot and it's like every song is a fucking banger like i'm not i'm not skipping past shit and i was just and it got me thinking it was like all right what albums not recently, like over the course of time, who what would I listen to from beginning to end? And, and immediately there were like three or four that popped in my head quickly. And I was just like, okay, but if I could only choose three, what would they be? And then it started to torment me. And then I immediately, <laughs> immediately texted you and said, why should I be the only one who's tormented by this? Because there's other <laughs> music lovers in this group who should also be tormented by this. And so, yeah, that's where we're at. Well, and now, and now we I'm appreciate bit, you doing that to us. Yeah. I'm a bit confused because I feel like this is the one hit wonder all over again. Because you texted me and said it was going to be your top three butt plugs. 
So that's what I brought to the table tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is going to be an interesting. This is going to be really yeah, interesting. No, 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 no. That was absolutely for later. Uh, that wasn't for the group. No, Come on, homie. It's, it's not. Big oh. boys. Big boys got to stick got together. You. I got you. His huh? bad. His bad. All right. So that's what we're covering today. Our top three favorite, best, most influential albums, whatever you want to call it, whatever, however you want to qualify it to yourself. So then the next question is, what did everybody use for a criteria? Or did you have, I mean, Haas, we know your criteria. I need to be able to listen to it from beginning to end. Front to back, every song needs to be a hit for me. Not a hit. What you say? A banger. You need to be able to listen to that album cover to cover type thing. Was that like what it. everybody I, else went with? So yeah. I, I kind of took, oh, go ahead, Grinch. No, go How ahead. about go I go? Ahead. No, I'm just kidding. No. Um, so I kind of took uh, what Haas put out there about, you know, kind of the, Stuck on a desert island, right? What are three albums, if you're stuck on the desert island, you would take with you because you could wear them out? That that was kind of the criteria. So it's not necessarily most influential. They may be not even the best albums out there. They're probably albums better. But they're the ones, you know, again, to Haas's point, you know, that I could listen to every song on them on repeat uh, and just pretty much wear them out for the rest of my life. And like, like not get tired, not get sick of it. Just like thoroughly enjoy exactly. it. Like it was the first time you were listening to it all over again. And that, that yeah, was, how I, I was you... on so what Max said, that's the same place I came from. Okay. Uh, and pretty much as I started to dive Don't into worry. this, I, I ended up doing the same thing. Cause I was like, well, what, what should the criteria be? And then as I kind of do dove into it, every album I was picking, I was like, well, I can, yeah, that's one. I mean, but for me, it was, I need to be able to listen to like every song for me needed to make an impact. And, you know, cause there are, we've all bought those albums, you buy it and then you listen to three songs and the other eight, nine songs never get a fucking listen. Cause you're like, eh, okay. yeah. Thank, thank you. Spotify for, for fixing that problem. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I actually talked to my wife about this and we were talking about, you know, the fact that we were doing this episode in this particular topic. And, and I was like, it's funny. We digest our music in an entirely different way. Anybody save whole albums, on Spotify, like if that's where you get your music, like do you save the whole album or are you just picking songs and putting them in a playlist? Um, there's uh, a couple albums I'll, I'll kind of pull the whole album. Oh, okay. Um, okay. and favorite it, but there's not many, right? Typically, it's you know saving them to a you know a playlist and or listening to somebody else's playlist that's kind of already been curated for what I'm looking for. Right, but but what about the other two? Do you guys do that? Do you save whole albums or are you really just pulling the songs you really like? <clears throat> Um, I usually pull the songs. I just have one big folder. Okay. It's called liked songs. <laughs> and then here recently I've gotten to where I tried out the Spotify DJ. Um, and there's some, there's some good thing going on there, but there were times when, you know, he'd be like, all right, we're going to go back to a vibe where I was like, no, no, not the vibe I'm looking for, you know, but what I really do like, is when you hit smart shuffle of your library because it will it will wicker in songs that aren't saved but they're but, part but of that they, genre the algorithm or they suggests fall into you that, will yes. like them yeah and i've you know and i've added a, a fair number of songs that mm -hmm. way um here recently so that's that's my approach and then yeah if i'm ready for a album i will go straight to that album you know and play it right uh Haas, what about you I use Apple Music. Okay, so. but I, but principally they allow you to do the same thing. 
Yeah, but I, I, um, what I, yeah, I, okay. So if it's an artist, I like, uh, Apple puts together a compilation of their essentials songs into an album. And so that's generally what I listen to. Yeah. Spotify's version is this is, this is whoever. Yeah. Insert artist here. Yeah. And, and so obviously with the advent of streaming and technology, right, we're no longer required to really go out and buy whole fucking albums. You can really just pick and choose the songs you like, which I think to task this particular element made it a little more difficult because more modern stuff, I tend to not listen to whole albums. So there may be whole great albums out there with modern artists. Like I say modern artists, but you know, uh, you know, in the last probably 20 years since streaming really came on online where I just, I don't go through the whole album. So I'm like, I'm looking at the things that I'm choosing. I'm like, okay, well, that's 30 years old. Well, that's 35 years old. And I'm like, well, fuck, man, there's no kind of more modern shit, at least within the last decade, because of the way we digest music, which I thought was interesting. You know, yeah, but I think it would be hard-pressed to put that. out any more a full album, start to finish, that is just, you know, hits, right? Well, if your band, you two tried to fucking force everybody to take a whole album. If you remember when they one of the albums that album. that's not saying they're, they're hits. Well, no, I agree. Two different statements. You're saying they're forcing it on you, which they were, and I'm not. You know, that, <laughs> I'm okay uh, with the fact pass. that you're upset that they did that. Okay. Um, but they weren't saying here have this album because we think every song's a hit. No, of course um, not. Most Hoss, fans- it sounds like you you have an album that's a, that's a newer album, so I I'll I be do. interested to get to that. Um. As a matter of fact, I, I think maybe we should start with Haas because I, I I don't want to wait. I want to unwrap this present. I think I know who the band will be, but yeah, we'll you see. absolutely do, Thor. Oh, okay. You and I have talked about it quite a I bit, figured. actually. Uh, um, all right, then let's go through our first round of albums. So Haas, yeah, we'll we'll let you start again. We missed you last week; you weren't on the show, so we're going to let you start with your first album, especially since it was your topic. First album for you, greatest, best, most influential. And again, we know we're doing three; it doesn't have to be in any particular order. If this isn't number one, that's fine. What do you got? Yeah, no, there's there's no particular order for me. Okay. One, two, three. Uh, in fact, um, I'm sure since we're all music lovers, um, narrowing it down to three was was not fun, right? Like I got to four to five to six to seven to eight what that easily could have been like i mean and it's funny because i was talking to a daughter hoss and she's like you know is it the three best albums for you all time or is it the three best albums for you for like right now and i was like you know that's a fair ask because you know our moods change right so i kind of had to take that into um take that into account when i was thinking about this but this is an album um, I really didn't even know this band that well um, until recently, and I kind of got I got turned on to them because I follow different musicians on on social media, and one of the guys from Seven Dust was like, "Dude, this album, top down, side to side, is a banger. You, you got to give it a listen." And and I did, and I immediately like every song, and I have probably listened to this album in the last year. And change, um, I don't know, 50, 60 times. Did you make me listen to it on the way up to Greensboro in the car? Nope. Okay. Maybe. Maybe maybe a song or two off of it? No, no, I made you listen to it. Okay, that's what I thought. Uh, Go ahead. And and it is is Bad Omens, The Death of Peace of Mind. I just, I, it doesn't matter what what I'm doing, the situation I'm in, like I can listen to it when I'm tired. I can listen to it when I'm sad. I can listen to it when I'm happy. I listen to it when I'm working out. I can listen to it when I'm walking. I mean, like I can listen to it when I'm meditating. I just, 
I, I just enjoy that all, the whole album, um, every song, uh, top down, side to side, and and have since then gone back and started listening because this is their third album. It was released in February, March, twenty twenty two, and uh, I've gone back and listened to their previous albums, and I just like Noah Sebastian's vocalists are just spot on. Like that guy could just, I mean, he just yeah, he really works it. I love it. So of course, yeah, they got know. they got some incredible songs. I certainly agree. Yeah, so of course I have to go back to nine twelve a.m. yesterday, where I actually wrote in the text chat, "Haas might yeah. give us bad omens for good measure." Uh huh. Mm. Do I know you or do I know you? I mean, you know pretty good, buddy. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. All right, so there you go. First album, you can listen to that cover to cover. Listen to it and sixty Mac, times. That's an album like from last year. No, oh, but but I said it. I'm the one that said. I yeah, I know, but me. Mac was saying that in 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 recent days, which I would tend to agree with. Um, you can't find a lot of albums that are holistically, front to yeah, front Good. to back, side to side, top down that are badass. Right. And anybody who loves this genre of music and doesn't think this album fits that category, I, I think they need to go get their hearing checked. Well, I, I've added it to, to my list. I want to listen to it because I, I have not listened to it. So, <laughs> might not be your cup of tea, Matt. Be prepared to go work out. Let's let you know if you're going to work out, put this on. Just start with uh, artificial suicide and let her rip. That's right. <laughs> uh, on that note, is that, Mac, is that a cover of Train? Something Train did? Yes. Maybe? yes. Is that, okay. Artificial suicide sounds like if a you train find song. yourself running through a wall for inexplicable reasons. <laughs> You'll know why. On that note, Mac, we're going to pivot to you. So there we go. We've we've got Haas. We know what his criteria was. We have an idea of your criteria. What was the first album you're bringing to the table? So. And I didn't even know this when I picked these uh, these three albums. Um, and I'll bring it up. Um, well, I'll probably bring it up now. Uh, ironically, they were all released in the same year. Ooh. No idea when I picked them that that That's, was the case. So um, very formidable year for for Mr. Mac. Uh, apparently Mac. so, right? And what was the um, year? Nineteen ninety-two. Okay. Which you know will probably give away a couple of the. Uh, the options that I think Thor thought I was going to pick. Um, so obviously the first one for me, front to back, cover to cover, you uh, choose Octune Baby. You, you, I mean, I'd pick something different just to just to annoy Thor, but I can't. Let me go back to 9.06 a.m. yesterday morning. Can I, can I say, <laughs> I almost texted Mac and Grinch and been like, hey, guys. So he sent that out. Should with we that. switch? Should we switch our picks oh. <laughs> and like that give out good. different ones? <laughs> yeah, I really thought about doing that. Yeah. Well, I, I was kind of disappointed. Nobody said, "Hey, we think you'll pick this douchebag," but that's okay. That's neither here nor there. Well, that's we know Seven Dust is coming. Right? You you have such an eclectic taste, <laughs> uh, and you I listen do. to a lot of stuff, so it's yes. it's really hard to like. I know what you like. I would think Breaking Benjamin would be in there for sure, but I don't know. I'm excited yeah. to find out. Okay, but it's also my turn, right? So, it is, and I apologize. I detracted, <laughs> but at nine oh six a.m. yesterday morning in the text chat, I said Mac is going to choose, and that was an album I chose for you. And I said you choose too, baby. And, and again, right? Thirty years, pretty much could probably pick you know, if not the exact album, the uh, the genre, right? Um, but yeah, for me, you know, Joshua Tree was good. I think Octune Baby was better. Um, you know. From one to even better than the real thing, mysterious ways. Um, you know, I, I just think Some excellent I, songs on that album yeah, for I could sure. Listen to every single song on there, the fly, um, and, and be very happy and and have done that right from 
you know, from front to back, just played through the entire album. So because uh, you own the cassette. Uh, I own the record, the vinyl. I do not own the cassette. No, no, no. Back in 90s, you own the cassette because I borrowed it. Back in me. 90s, I did. Yeah, I did own the cassette. Yes. Well, there you go. And, and like I said, there were certain ones I thought, and, and Grinch, maybe there's some gray area there because he definitely has a different flavor of music. Like, I, I know what he likes, but then he'll send out some random stuff. And I'm like, I had no idea, you know, holy shit. But, you know, and but he, it's also funny that when he sends it out, he knows specifically who it's for and who's going to like it. And he's almost he knows it's always, not you. He's not. Well, no, he's sent out things. Oh, yeah, like, he has. He goes for vibes. Yes. And he's spot on. And I'm like, yep, that that's that's fantastic. Yes. Well, there you go. Octoon Baby. It is a great album. Great songs. For me, that was probably and this is me personally, where they hit their peak in terms of what I liked in their music. I, I, every album after that, I was never as sold on them. As I would when agree that with that album came out. Yeah. No, I would agree. Everything, you know, that album and before was was very good. After yeah, that, Joshua Tree, you know, I, that was one of the first CDs I owned or cassettes I owned, and I played the shit out of it. Yeah, but after yeah. that, you know, somebody got an inflated ego. Um, you know, wanted to save the world, become Jesus, and you know, I think it took everything in a completely different direction. I mean, it clearly worked out well. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, I mean, right? They're playing the the Sphere in Vegas or whatever that is. Yeah. Um, so you know, they've made a pretty comfortable living yeah. but you know you look at some of the uh some of the albums they've released since then and it's just like mm, yeah no, no i don't think so. never quite reached it again and and somebody nope. out there probably <clears throat> thinks they have it's just not this guy so well no and again right i, I think they've released some good albums but not you know or, or some good songs let me rephrase that right right but not good albums front to back where i think everything on there is is a hit gotcha all right grinch it is your turn, sir. Step up to the plate. Banana ball. Take yeah. a swing. Oh, did you coincidentally, Max, speaking of banana ball, do you know that Johnny Damon Fuck plays you for the bananas? Your, Fuck you and your yeah, he's a has been. That's <laughs> all going, the banana that's going all backwards. the bananas you get. Right? Uh, <laughs> all right, Grinch. What about you, brother? What what did you bring to the table for your first album tonight? Um, my first album is Nine Inch Nails Pretty Hate Machine. Oh now, it's, good, it's good listed call. as 89. Um and it's probably because back then it still took a little bit for music to like <laughs> get into markets, you know, in like Georgia, but um, not a bad song on there. And it's got songs for, for a number of moods. I mean, you kick off with head like a hole, you know, and then it's just got, you know, I mean, I was re-listening to it here recently and, you know, it's an album that like, I could tell you the transitions. I knew what song was next. You know, I'd be like tapping out what was the, you know, the intro to the next song and everything. Um, and I just think, you know, the time it came out, you know, early in high school when I got exposed to it. <clears throat> um, you know, interestingly, like I liked them. And then obviously my interest in Nine Snails tapered off as far as Trent Reznor. Um it was more I'd find certain songs on albums later, the more it went on. Uh, now, the Downward Spiral was probably another one that like I could, I enjoyed listening to a lot of, but Pretty Hate Machine for sure uh, is the first pick for me because, like I said, you just hit play, enjoy, and then you're was, like, oh. 
Sober? Was oh. Hurt on that one? Hurt was not on that one. I don't no, think. it was not on no. that one. Okay. Uh, that's Downward Spiral, actually, if I'm I not mistaken. I think so, yeah. Uh, yeah, because they had Pretty Hate Machine, then Broken, then Downward Spiral. And then, and for me, Downward Spiral, much like U2's Octoon Baby, that was kind of the last one for me. And then after that, like you yeah. said, Grinch, it was just hit or miss in terms of their music. So, <clears throat> but definitely a good one. All right. So I guess it's to me. I will round out to the you, first sir. albums the first round. Uh, so I did the same thing. I was just trying to think, you know, if, if I'm thinking of albums front to back, what, what is an album where I can listen to every song now? I mean, my, my music started early on in the eighties and I was into a lot of things in terms of what I liked, but like I said, I never seemed to hit on an album where it was like, you listen to a song you're like, that's really good. And you get to the next one. You're like, eh, okay. And you move on. This was the first album that I can remember where I listened to the first, the first one. And then you go to the second song, you're like, oh shit. And you go to the third one, you're like, okay. And then suddenly you're at the end and you're going, I liked every fucking song. Let me play that again. And this album came out August 27th, 1991. And, and it kind of helped at the time was helping to redefine the genre of, of, well, I won't say the genre, but the landscape of music. And that was Pearl Jam's 10. And I listened to that song yeah, and, and it's like from the first song, all the way through to the last song, every one, every time I skipped to the next one, I was like, fuck. And to go to the next one, I'm like, fuck. And, yeah. and I was just like, holy shit, this is really good. Um, and, and then when I thought about this last night, I was like, well, there had to be al other albums. And then I'm like, but I can't think of any. This was the first one I hit because I thought about Ministry's Land of Rape and Honey. That was the first album I ever purchased, <laughs> me specifically. And there are songs on there that I love, but then there are a few where I'm like, eh, skip. You know, and and yeah. and so then I was, just, but this was the first album for me in '91 where I could listen to every song and still do. And then that's why I asked because this is one I have the whole album on Spotify. I will put it on shuffle on the album, put on my headphones, and I'll just listen to the whole fucking album. And for me, it was great. And unfortunately, I, I was not a. I'm not a long term. I own. Yep, own the same vinyl. <laughs> yeah. Own the same fucking vinyl. The re-release. I I, I I do love their music, but as with most bands. You know, you get to Vitology or whatever, and then it was downhill. Quick. Yeah, it starts to go downhill, <laughs> and then they kind of altered their sound a little. And you know, there was some punk influence, and I was just like, <clears throat> "No, it didn't really work for me." But yeah, so that's my first one, Pearl Jam's Ten, where you can listen to it cover to cover. And if you can't, then you're a fucking idiot, and I'm, there's something wrong with you. But that's my first album. And I, by the way, that was definitely yeah. one on my on my list. Yeah, and I don't know what anybody's got. Me, for me, the order I'm going is chronological. That's the oldest album on my list. Yeah, because they and and yeah, following ten was Ver versus, mm -hmm. which was a good yeah. album. Which it was, was, it was good, yeah. but not. I don't think you know it was not one that was you know start to finish great. It had some like really good 10. song. Right. Yeah, right. I mean, you, you had Review Mirror, Daughter, yeah. you know, Dissident, yeah. Animal, you know, Elderly Woman behind the counter. Yep. Yeah, maybe uh, it was better than I thought. It was good. <laughs> yeah. But it, it it still had songs where I would skip by them, and I'm like, okay. Right. But ten, that does not happen. So, yeah, uh, no, I agree. Right. All right, Haas, we're gonna Great. pivot to you. Second album, brother. What do you got? Yeah, I mean, look, uh, I know at least three of the four of us love this group. Um, been a big fan for what thirty plus, plus. years, forty years, thirty years, thirty something plus years. Yeah. Um, they're from Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, this is another one. Wait a minute. Let me yeah, check my text I think, I think I know who this one might be. We, let me, we've, let me we've check seen, my text. We've seen them live. No. Yeah. Multiple times. And 
and it's funny because um around this time there are there there's three or four albums like i mean um stone temple pilots purple album i listened to the fuck out of that um alice and chains dirty um smashing pumpkin siamese dreams like i listened to all of those like in the inside like on repeat whatever but when thinking about having to make the cut i needed to be able to listen to it for the rest of the time no problems every song it had to be three living music it had to be and it's just like a fun just, album there's dude it's fun and there's not yeah, a fucking a song on there there's just not a song on there that's bad yeah like every song is enjoyable and and yeah, i'll be I, honest i think you're four for four on that one yeah and i'll be honest when they got to grassroots it starts out strong but then it kind of wanes you get a few it, it, songs it, at the it end teeters, of the album it teeters off yeah and it's just it was not like music for me agreed yes so um, that that was that was why in that in that area in that sphere and that formidable year stuff like both of you guys were talking about i just I, I couldn't pick like an STP purple or, you know, or a rage or a smashing pumpkin Siamese dreams, even though they were really close. Cause I listened to shit out of those albums. Right. But just couldn't do it because three eleven wins out. And there's nothing wrong with that at all. I, I mean, I, that was one I also considered it did not make the cut. And, and, and let me go ahead. Suffice to say, let me say this. The first, the first two, uh, not the first two that I'm going to talk about, but two of my three albums immediately, I didn't even have to think about them. They went on the list. I knew those. So it was rounding out that third one. Coincidentally, Pearl Jam was not that third one. The other two I'm going to name those first two immediately. I didn't They were no brainers for me because they have always just been ingrained from the moment they came out to today. Uh, you know, I had no trouble. Like those are going on the list. The third one was the only one I waffled with. Pearl Jam. Okay. How many, how many did you have total? Like that you had to waffle down? Like you had the two and then how many more were in the mix for that third last slot? About half a dozen. Okay. But, but, but most of the land of rape and honey stone temple yeah. pilot, uh, their first album core. Yeah. Um, core. um, just totally drew a blank. Nirvana's never mind. Um, what else did I have? Alice in Chains dirt. Uh, but, and so they all tended to be from that same time frame. But as I was listening through them last night, I'm like, no, I'll skip that. And, and that for me, that's what it was. It was like, if I was skipping songs, then it didn't make the cut. And see, and that was kind of the same thing I had, but it, it's interesting because like, uh, you, you put it in the chat, but, but, uh, Smashing Pumpkin, Siamese Dreams, that's an album I listen to all the time. And I can, and like you with Pro Jam's 10, I can put it on and put it on shuffle and not give two flying fucks. I can listen to every fucking song. Don't care. Every song is a banger. Love it. Great memories. But I don't know if I'm, you know, in a, in a battle between that and 311 music. And for me, it's 311 music. It's just a personal preference thing. I mean, I think you could insert either one of those albums for me and I wouldn't be mad. Well, know? and again, it's all going to be personal preference, right? It's all a matter yeah, of perspective true. and what you're bringing yeah. to the table. Oh, well, Fair there you play. go. 311 music, that's a win in my book. And, and like Mac said, nobody else here is going to argue with that. So there you go. All right, Mac, number two, coming to you. Octoon Baby was number one. What do you got for number two? Uh, uh, sorry, Matt. I was gonna I was gonna say oh, real go quick, but I was fucking muted like an idiot. Oh, sorry. I was like, at least so far, we're not all showing up on the album. Like, bro, the same album? <laughs> Come on, man. We're gonna be stuck here for a while. <laughs> I don't know that there'll be a lot of crossover, actually. If that's what I don't you're referring think there to. Will be. I don't think well, so. Well, if Madonna's your thing, I got you covered. 
Oh, sweet, sweet. Like, oh, well, did you want to go first before I? No, I do not. <laughs> go for it, Mac. Number two, what's your second album? Uh, number two for me, uh, released February fourth, nineteen ninety-two, out of the Great Pacific Northwest. Um, front to back, just bangers. Testarossa, Swap Meet Louie, Sprung on the Cat, Lockjaw, One Time's Got No Case. And then this little, you know, side side hit, Baby's Got Back. Um, it's Mac Daddy by Sir Mix a lot. Um, you know, again, so I'm two for two, you're, baby. You're, you're, yeah, you're two for you two on both of us. Yeah. You will not go three for three. I can promise you that. Don't worry. No, I. Um, yeah, you did but, not. Yeah. yeah, I mean, for me, I will. I, I will take two thirds all day long. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can put that on. Book. Listen to every song on there. Sing along with every song on there. Um, and just it'll put me in a really good mood. Excellent. Even uh, even if I'm you sure, have to I'm sure the I'm fact get, not, hit wonder. While not surprising, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you know, again, I don't think he's a one hit wonder. We can argue that in another call. We have argued it in the past. We're not going to get into it here. I was just saying, in another um, call. I mean, hasn't it been like calls plural, text messages plural, text um, threads plural? You know, but but for me, that one, you know, would be one again, criteria being stuck on an island, want something you can listen to front back, you know, over and over again. I could pop that one on and just wear it out. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's a great album. Yeah. That, it's not it, everybody's cup of tea. I mean, it's, you know, that on and wear it's it no out. crisscross. Sounds like a Friday night. No, it's <laughs> not. May, may at least half of that. Uh, that that would give bees. you that would give you track number three, Lockjaw. <laughs> That's what she said. Locked y'all. <clears throat> All right. So there we go. Two down. Grinch, what about you, brother? What is the second album you're bringing to the table? Uh, Metallica's Black Album from 1991. Um, yeah, I mean, we know it. We were in high school together. <laughs> yeah. Like, we played it and played it and played it, and I still can play it. I actually enjoy hearing songs that, like, I haven't heard in a while off the album. Um, I mean, we all know nothing else matters, right? You know, but I love wherever I'm at. Holier than now, freaking through the never. Of Don't Wolf tread on me. Yeah. The God that failed, my friend of See, misery, the struggle with it. Like they're all fucking great songs. And this is interesting because Thor and I had this conversation the other day, specifically around Metallica, right? You know, we were talking about one hit wonders. And I said, you know, for some people, you know, Metallica, you know, because I couldn't necessarily probably name more than one song. Um, like I'm a liar, right? You're still as, a liar. As soon as you as soon as you say them, I'm like, okay, I remember that now. Or if I hear them, I remember them. But to be able to sit there and name a bunch of songs, I, I, I couldn't do it probably. Because again, yeah. I would have just I would have had Unforgiven. Um, and maybe nothing else matters. Well, I understand. Those are the only two. You know, you know you Well, it. yeah, but again, didn't. Yeah. That was not the first one that popped in my mind, though, yeah, obviously. Opening track, I mean, it has over a billion listens, you know, almost like 1.6 billion, I think. Pretty close I mean, to interestingly, you know, if you look at, like, the stats, Inner Sandman and Nothing Else Matters are the two top songs. Now, don't be wrong. That's, or, sorry, 1.1 billion, and then Nothing Else Matters is 992 million. And then we drop off precipitously to 715 million for Master of Puppets. So, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's, it's in that category of an album that they freaking nailed all the way through. 
like you all have said, not, not to beat a dead horse. I don't care what song comes up on. I like it. I'll listen to it and look forward to what's next. And there's nothing wrong with it. And it's a great album. And, and it was not one I had on my list, like I said, because the first two I knew right away and the third one. And so I'm glad somebody brought it to the table. You know, and so, you know, it's like with 311 Music, Mac, I kind of figured what you were going to choose, at least two out of three. But it's nice to know that some of these albums, like in the back of my head, when you tell me, I'm like, yep, I get why that was chosen. Makes sense. I, I, I want to hear your second pick, Thor. I, I think I'm going to be safe but to say this. But so far, if the four of us are stranded on the island together and we each have our own three albums, <laughs> we're fucking covered. I'm gravy. Yep, we're good. Like, I'm, oh, so yeah, fucking, no. yeah. I'm so fucking happy with this situation. Exactly. We'll just need, uh, you know, alcohol. Let, let me get through. Let me get through my third pick before you. Uh, <laughs> you may want to recap that statement. Fair play, fair play. All right, so on to me. Yes. Okay. Um, sure. So this one, uh, it is. It is not the inaugural album by this band, but that was what kind of launched my love of this band back uh, uh, twenty five years ago. But this album dropped in two thousand and one on November 13th, 2001. And the only reason I chose this album from their discography, <clears throat> save the two prior, was this was the first album by them where I could listen to every song. Because again, their first album was great. I mean, it's punchy. It gets your fucking attention right out of the gate. But it does for me, towards the middle, kind of wane. And their second album, I... I <clears throat> again, I like some of the songs, but not all of them. But this was the first album when it came out and it started playing... Like it was just every song I could listen to and every song I loved. And the way they close it out is as sad as it is, it's a fucking phenomenal song. And when you're standing in a venue and the whole place is singing and the band is not, it is powerful to hear it. And this is Seven Dust Animosity. And it is a great album from beginning to end. And I'm telling you, when when the whole place Son, yeah. when the whole place is singing Angel Sun and the band is yep. dead fucking silent, it is haunting the way it feels. Um but that for me is by them. That is for me, the best album that they ever put out. It was a monumental shift in their approach to music. They got more melodic. They really tapped into Lejean's vocal at range in that aspect. And so for me, every song from tits on a board to praise trust crucified all the way down to angel sun, when they close it out, it's just a phenomenal album. If you hadn't heard it, go the fuck out and listen to it. I mean, go on to Spotify and just pull the whole album down and start listening to it. It is a great fucking album. And they've and that's the and that's the thing. It was hard to wait because they've had great albums since. And I love their self-titled album. I loved home, but this one was the first one where every song on it, I was like, fuck man. It, it was just something special for me. So, oh, so my, my statement's safe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I figured you'd be okay with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how I feel. Yes. I do, uh, I do love me some seven dust. So that is my second. Uh, and so we're going to pivot to our last. We are on number three. So Haas, let's go to you. Uh, what is the final album that you're bringing to the table? Yeah, this was tough because those other two kind of felt like deadlocks in some ways. Like the Bad Omens, for whatever reason, that album has just struck a nerve with me. I, I realize it's much, much newer band I, I just recently discovered. Um, and I'm really getting into them pretty hardcore. And so there's like all this history with all this other music with like, you know, Metallica, Seven Dust, um, Freaking Smashing Pumpkins, Tool, Iron Maiden, Corn. But um, interestingly enough, Linkin Park, um, I like chill music too. 
So like I considered uh, Miles Davis some kind of blue because I love that album from side to side, top to down. When we lo- when we worked downtown Atlanta uh, together, Thor, when I used to drive home after we weren't working together and I had a shit day, that's the album I would listen to to calm down was Miles Davis, some kind of blue. Um, and then um, I really got into trance the last few years. So like Armin Van Buren, some of the stuff he's done, I considered. But honestly, the more I thought about it, I was like, I need, I need an, I need an album that like just moves me constantly. And it was Audio Slave, the only album they fucking made. I just, I, 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 I went back and listened to it like three times this week, and yeah, there's just not a song on there I don't enjoy, and I, I, I just couldn't get past the fact that while I would like something chiller, something more calm to listen to in a situation. If, if these were the three albums I was stuck with, I was okay. And, and that was why, because there's just something about Chris Cornell's vocals and with, with the Rage Machine, you know, with, with Morello and, and, and the way they play together. I just, I've always loved that album. I love every fucking track on it. I always have. And I just can't yeah. let go of it. I just can't let go of it. Like yeah. a Stone is what hooked me on that album. Like as soon as I heard it, uh, it's just I, such a good one. And by the way, Thor, on that album you mentioned, Live Again is definitely yes. a song i love when i hear it I, I i never i don't recall skipping it when it comes on because it's just such a it's just a powerful song i don't know i really like it absolutely Matt, I, I do what's like your favorite how, song well no. i like how haas uh <laughs> you know pulled a grinch there and dropped in like you know four honorable mentions <laughs> leading up to his number three well, that was uh, i mean that's that what my, i mean look I, i'm not i'm not i'm not sad about that play i mean i'd like to say taking a page out of grinch's playbook i mean right? I, feel, I feel honored to be able to do so um that wasn't necessarily my intention but i guess contextually i was trying to like justify this pick not just to you guys but to myself because it wasn't for me it wasn't when i started thinking about this and i brought it to thor it was it seemed easy for me and then when i got into the nitty-gritty the last 48 hours it wasn't as it wasn't as cut and dry as i had originally thought in my mind's eye no no well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but <clears throat> it just makes it a little tougher when you're trying to whittle things down and make some final decisions. And like I said, my first two were easy. The last one was what was difficult. And I was just like, I feel like it shouldn't be this tough. And yet it was. Yeah. Which, I mean, I'm okay with. Just means there's a lot of quality music out there. Yeah. All right. So there we go. You have your three. Um, all great albums. I'm perfectly fine being on a, a fucking deserted island with you. So we're good there. Just you do me a favor. You bring the alcohol. I'll bring the marijuana and then we'll have the music and we're good. So, all right, Mac, (laughs) let's go to you for your final one. Uh, Feel free to drop in any honorable mentions because, you know, that's apparently how we're doing it. So what is your final album for your list? Come on, Garth Brooks. (laughs) Fuck. What was was his (laughs) alter ego, Chad Brock? It was was Chris Gaines. Chris Chris Gaines. Gaines. That's it. Uh Um. How you know this shit was, was not even close to being it. Um, <laughs> so I, I think only one of you is probably going to even get uh, or or know my third album, um, and that that could be questionable. But um, they only put out two albums. Uh, one of them was you know probably the the biggest one. The second one being Dogtown. Uh, the lead singer kind of went on to have a little bit of a solo career. Is this too short. No, this will be. No, no. I'm going to let him say it. I know. Sorry. Um, 
he did he did he go on to have a little bit of a solo career uh adam gates uh again speaking of alter egos uh bob cock and the yellow sock um was his alter <laughs> ego but the the album i pick is uh spent poets self-titled album uh from 1992 out of san francisco i have the cd <laughs> I'm I'm queuing it up right now, so I'm gonna listen to it later. Yeah, good, good luck with that it's because not, it's not on Spotify. Yeah, so I've got the CD because it's not on Spotify. Yeah, and you, which coincidentally, very difficult to find the CD. I had yes. to order it on eBay from like uh, Europe somewhere because this was another um, one in high school I borrowed from. Again, <laughs> like, right? here's your own fucking CD, bro. Yeah, but um, again, for me, that's you know from the very beginning, Mr. Einstein, uh, all the way to the very end, the bad case of melancholy. Uh, everything in between Walt Whitman's beard, grass heads, my useless heart. Just they're both know, going, What me? Yeah, I know, right? They're like, The fuck is he talking? About? And the worst part is, is unless they have the CD, they're very, I think you can actually find it on YouTube, um, yeah, the whole album, but you can't, you cannot, it's not on Spotify. Uh, don't think it's on Apple Music. I say he's probably Googling it on Apple Music, like but if you, if you Google it, you can find it on YouTube. Um, and again, right. I, I have not heard Dogtown, their their, their follow up album. Um, I've heard that it's not as good, but I have not been able to find it uh, to listen to it. But you know, for me, the Spent Poets, front to back, top to bottom, okay. I can listen to it every yeah, single okay. time. Look, if we're subbing out trains, the drops, Spitting Poets, the Spent, the Spent, Spent, the Spent, Spent. If we're subbing out train, I mean that that's a predictable from my perspective. For you, that's a predictable choice, and I'm okay yeah. with that one because I like the album. So. Well, I feel better that you're okay with it. Oh, so fuck off. I'll sleep. Don't we, don't we all? Don't we all? Right. Yeah, you should. You fucking should. That's what I live for is Thor's approval. <laughs> well, you've got it. So look at that. You're happy. Then I am good. It's a good week. To go. Take another drink of your Kentucky butt. Hey, it's empty. <laughs> go make another Kentucky butt. All right. So there we go. Mac is down three for three. All right, Grinch. We move on to you, brother. What is the final one in your list tonight? Um, This one certainly has some recency bias and but it's tool fear inoculum came out in 2019 i mean it uh, they've got some interlude songs i get that every single song on that album i just love just absolutely love and it's another one time goes by you don't really think about it and there are longer songs but man these guys just you get Justin Chancellor and Adam Jones and Danny Carey just jamming out in such a technically like I, I mean sophisticated sure you know but it just they're the whole polymetric thing they have going on and the fact that the songs you know are are, are really really I think intellectual um you know I love the song like Invincible Numa, Fear Not. I mean, they're just like I said, there's not a bad song on there. Um, and I mean, even some of the interlude songs, I know it ends with uh what is it, chocolate chip trip or something like that. Right. Which is where Danny does his drum solo, which he did in concert, you know, like I don't know. Um, I I I didn't struggle with that decision on that one. Uh that was probably one that locked in pretty quick. Um the other I mean, obviously, I saw Metallica, so that was fresh on my brain. But I, I stand by it. I think if it had come up almost any time, I would have still said yes. Um, Pretty Hate Machine was the one that, like, the memory banks got to spinning on. And then when I went back and listened to it again, I was like, damn, this was a good fucking album. 
So yeah, third pick, Duel Fibonacci. That, that's and, a that's a solid pick. <clears throat> that absolutely I, is a good one. I couldn't agree more. I'm still so happy to be stuck on an island with you guys, listening mm-hmm. to what we listen to. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, Play YouTube first. <laughs> <laughs> We get I mean, to spent poets and Haas might be like, uh, what? Like, I mean, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by spent poets. I'm going to try Haas and find on the other I side of the know. dude. He's like, fucking spent poets again? Yeah. Really? <laughs> like, I'll put push my him fingers in, the ocean. in your ears if you put your fingers in my ears. I'll throw it in the fire. I'll throw it in the fire. <laughs> Wilson. <laughs> so there we go. I guess we move on to me for the last one. Um, this one, we're going to go ahead and fast forward to August 8th of 2006. And Haas, of course, you already made mention of him. And so, yes, this one is absolutely on my list. And what's funny is when you look at their discography, all of their albums, in my opinion, are great. But when you hit this album in 2006, all the way up to today, every album they've released since 2006, has, for me, could be on my list in terms of listening to it from front to back. But because this was the first one where that was possible for me, that's why I made the list. And that is Breaking Benjamin's Phobia. And again, just a phenomenal fucking album from the 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 second track, because they have an intro, but the second track, Diary of Jane, all the way through Breath, You, Evil Angel, all the way up to You Fight Me at the End before the outro, like every song on that album. One of the reasons in particular that this album made it for me is when I, now the album came out in 2006. I didn't stumble on the album until 2008. Don't know why. But the reason I kind of gravitated towards this album was I ended up getting divorced at the time. And for some reason, after uh, my ex-wife and I had separated, we weren't technically divorced and I, I moved to Tampa, I stumbled on this album and just started listening to it and listening to it. And it was just one of these where I kind of used it as an escape because the music was outstanding. And I kind of dived into a lot of music at the time because uh, you know I was going through a rough patch. And so I used music as a way to kind of elevate where I was uh, personally and emotionally. And this was one that just always stuck with me. And you know, every song on there was great. And I could just put my headphones on and go exercise. I could just get away from everything and just listen to every song from beginning to end. And so that's why this song, but again, that's not, not to say to take anything away from their follow-up album, Dear Agony, uh, and, and the rest of them, you know, Dark Before Dawn, Ember, which came out in 2018. Like I can listen to all of those. And, and interestingly enough, every time I've seen them in concert, they've never been the headliner. And I don't understand why, because they are a phenomenal fucking band on stage. But they've always been opening for somebody. And the first time I saw them, they opened for Three Days Grace. And in my opinion, they outperformed Three Days Grace. And then they opened for Five Finger Death Punch. Great show. Well, the irony, and I think you maybe remember this, is when I saw them, they were the head. And Three Days Grace and Chevelle opened for them. It had swapped up. But <laughs> yeah. I saw them in 2009 uh, because they were touring in support of Dear Agony when that came out. And my wife and I went and saw them and they were opening for three days grace. And I was just, when they played and they came off stage, um, three days grace, it just didn't, I was like, fuck, I, we should have left after that because three days grace was not as good as breaking Benjamin. And so I was just like, fuck man. But that album phobia for me, that was a no brainer going on the list. So that is my third one. Anybody got a problem with it? Nope. And I'm not even remotely shocked. Okay. Yeah. Well, then there you go. Look at that. 
That wasn't. You difficult. know, it's interesting because I, I think Thor, when I when I texted you about this, I was it was it's, it was like anything when I know probably for the people listening to this, for a majority of the people listening to this, they couldn't give two shits about our pickums. Right. But except for the people that are close to us and know us, they probably are intrigued maybe to some degree. But I really get a real kick and enjoyment out of hearing what you guys pick. Because, you know, we've known each other for so long. I think we have a lot of threads that bind us and tie us. And so when we do the pick'em stuff, it's it's a real nice insight into, you know, what you're thinking and how you're feeling. And the motivation. And, 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 yeah, and I enjoy it. So let me so ask I was you. Really, I was really looking forward to this. So I'll ask a question to the group because mine's, you know, I, I go from 91 to 2001 to 2006. Um, Haas, you start now and then you do have albums, older albums on there. Mac, all of yours take place in the same year. Like, were you guys surprised at the cross section of the music you chose? Once you dialed it down to three, were you like, hmm, like Mac, like your three being in the same year, clearly your formative years, you're a, you know, sophomore, junior in high school, you know, and so was there relevance to that in terms of why you chose your music? No, like I said, I didn't even piece that together until I had picked everything and I started looking up, you know, track lists and, you know, more information and actually saw the release dates. And I was like, interesting. Cause okay. I thought for sure spent poets had been, you know, at least a year or two earlier uh, for that, that release, but, but no, yeah, I, I will say, uh, I mean, fear and oculum just being such a strong album and the fact that we went to see them, it certainly is what carried them because um, I easily could have put in Stone Temple Pilots core, re-listened oh, yeah. to that one. And I, I, hey, everybody, where did Mary go? That's right. <laughs> you know, and where's my only cigarette? Uh, certainly Metallica, like Master of Puppets. It's just, that's another, I mean, granted, like right during that era, all their albums were freaking great songs. And, right. And, they were down um, in for sure. Well, they've been down oh, in there. One, one that I actually... I didn't think of until we were sitting here, but I would certainly throw it in there for a great album end to end is Live's Mental Jewelry. Yeah, good I call. certainly listen to that one. Good it's call. And Another Throwing one. Copper for that. Yeah. For that was, uh, yeah. Mental Jewelry, I think, was better than Throwing Copper. In my, just in my opinion, both good albums. But I think for me, Mental Jewelry could have been, you know, a, a front to back. Yeah. You could have swapped that out for any. And that would yeah. probably work. Now, I'll tell you an, an interesting an interesting one that I had that I kind of thought about putting on here for a second, but realized that, you know, the fact that I had listened to it front to back wasn't necessarily that I liked it. It was just a specific album. Um, Sting's Field of Gold. That is a good album. That is um, a very good and album. And the only reason I picked that, and, and you know, Hoss, I love you, was because that was an album we played quite frequently as we were passing out in the dorm room uh, <laughs> at, at, at West Georgia. Huddled Year. up, arms and arm in arm. I mean, bro. I mean, right? you know, yes. you, got, you got to keep warm in those oh, West, Georgia, yeah, West Georgia winters. So, yeah, that was one that, you know, again, I was like, I, I've, I've listened to it, you know, obviously front to back is, is pretty solid. It's definitely a, a calming effect or, or hosses, one of the two, or a combination thereof. So oh, buddy. thanks, man. And, and I will say, I mean, yeah, without question, hitting in those teenage years is what really put a number of those albums like rock solid in my brain. Because, I mean, who knows if we were, you know, older, we might be like Black Sabbath. You know, right. well, it's funny because I consider I consider Iron Maiden's Number of the Beast because I think that's a great album. And, and, and that Iron was a, that was, and that was yeah. an album I really enjoyed. <sighs> 
when I was in that in that age range. But you're right. The the, the door to your point, the formidable years. There's something interesting about the formidable years because two of my albums kind of well, I mean, one definitely, but there's there's a whole core right of albums in those formidable years that like any one of those you spin the wheel any one of those is a winner for me right. led zeppelin you know <clears throat> like led zeppelin you know, yeah you yeah. know you're like you're not going to find a bad song and that nope it was just without saying it we all pretty much felt that the right answer was albums in your lifetime that mean something to you and you yep. enjoy that's exactly right. Yeah, and I think saying that means it's not diminishing these other great albums because there's many other great albums, right? But it's contextually what is emotionally moving for you for the reasons that we've, you know, that right. were aforementioned. Uh, and I know you, I, I mentioned, <clears throat> excuse me, I mentioned some albums that were, you know, I, I wrestled with in that last pick. Two more that I didn't mention were November 3rd, 1992, Rage Against the Machine, self-titled album. Yeah, yeah, great album. I, yeah. I, it's funny because I thought for sure Rage would be one of yours. And again, it was one of those I debated, but I I just don't know. I don't know if this is the way you felt about it, Thor. I just it, it, like I kind of get one emotion from a Rage album. Is it Rage? Is I get a Rage, rage emotion. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like like I don't necessarily want a, a full throttled screamy album end to end. Right. Yeah. Okay. There's a reason they're not named Calm <laughs> Against the Machine. Yeah. I mean, it's there's a reason for that. The other album that I, I actually debated, and Grinch, you may appreciate this. Again, another 92 release, and that is Helmets in the Meantime. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Um, and, and again, it's one of those when that first song got released on MTV and you've got Paige Hamilton playing a pink guitar and unsung there was something about that. And then I bought the album and it was one of those, I could just listen to every song. And so that was another See, one I thought about. Yeah. And I, and I would have definitely had pegged ministry being one of your choices, um, but, but maybe also... again, that could be to Grinch's point, right? It's, it's all rise, right? There's, there's no ebb and flow to kind of keep you going. Well, and, and, again, and there, there's a lot of albums where there's like, I mean, I'll be honest, like I'm looking at these albums and I'm looking at anywhere between eight and 12 tracks. They all have to be good. Right. Well, that's and, it, when, you, right? when you start that's looking at it, it's it, 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 a, a 10, 11, a 10, 11, 12 track album. And like every song is a banger. And you're like, well, fuck, how can I not put this in? If you're giving me over an hour's worth of music and every song is good, you're fucking in. That's a win-win. And again, when I started to kind of dial it down, it's why Pearl Jam stuck out simply because I liked ministry, love ministry, land of rape and honey came out in the eighties, but it, every song on it wasn't a winner for me. They were good, but they weren't great. And then as we moved into kind of tracked into the nineties and you hit Pearl jam in 91, every other album tended to fall after Pearl jam, which is why I went with them. Cause they were the first one I came across Right, where I was like, I can just listen to every song. Uh, Psalm 69 by ministry, love the album. But again, it, that isn't until 92. Well, actually I think, yeah, I think it's 92 when that comes out and that, that opening track with NWO, I mean the guitars and it, it was fucking punchy and powerful, but Pearl jam being released the year earlier, I was just like, that's what I'm going with. And again, that, that was the one of the three that I wrestled with the most. Cause the other two were no brainers for me. I was so. curious. That's yeah, good to know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not shocked or surprised. You know, <laughs> nobody's like, why is the cowboy mouth on your list? <laughs> yeah i mean you know it occurred to me it occurred to me i thought about it they were for me but i mean it's still i don't know it's one of those where it was like it was kind of like in a in a bubble 
like I don't listen to them much now anymore. But any of the, in and I don't enjoy them to the to the way I used to. Plus, not every song. Yeah. Like every album they put out, there's like three to six songs I like, and the rest could go fuck themselves. Right. And and I will tell you the other reason um for me more personal is living within that bubble i wasn't exactly happy in that bubble because of who i was sharing that bubble with yeah, at the time i figured i figured that was part of it yeah so that's why i'm just like eh, that's why they don't make my list and and maybe that's petty but i, I don't give a fuck the criteria is your criteria that's my choice right yeah uh, another one that i thought about in haas we used to listen to this rolling in and out of downtown and it is one I can listen and you guys may be like, okay, whatever, loser. Um, 1997's self-titled Third Eye Blind album. Bro, I'm not mad at you. Okay. Uh, that was one I can listen to that cover to cover. And Might I own a it. Little bit. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> we, what the fuck are you laughing about, Grinch? You we, haven't even heard Spent Poets yet. Be real a careful. guy I used to work with like bought that vinyl and I was just like, what you're like what a fucking i'm judging, really you. I'm judging you a little bit <laughs> yeah I, I i i'll i'll take that and i'll carry it a step further and i'll say sister hazel's somewhere more familiar yeah that's another i one. fucking love that album end to end love, though, i don't know love that well, I, I can listen to every song yeah. front to back side to that album but it's just i, I don't know it's, there's no, it's not enough up for me yeah but i can oh, yeah the wife has I met him say, that's a gainesville band um counting crows first album is yes Another yeah, one I could ask that I can too. I can listen to every to back. song on that album. Mm-hmm. Omaha, Mr. Yeah, Jones, Mr. Jones, yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Around here, damn I mean, it. Just, can I change my list? It's right. a good, that's a I mean, a it's album. one of those where, yeah, I I was really, I don't know, it was it was weird because I know we've done a lot of music stuff, and I know that's a um a real bind and tie for all of us, and yeah, I don't know, I just really enjoyed thinking about it, and I really enjoyed listening to you guys talk about why. You know which albums uh, and why? Yeah, I was playing Beastie Boys when Matt came online. Um, I did the same actually. I was playing it earlier because the because the, the Beastie Boys was there. Yeah, yeah, you but know? again, front to back because that's what we talk about, right? Yep. I mean, yep. I don't know that there's an album that I would listen to every single song. Licensedale is pretty it's, good. It's good. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not good. There are some quality songs on yes. there, but I don't know that every one of them. I mean, I'm probably skipping one or two. Um, but interesting. So, Counting Crows, August and Everything After, nineteen ninety three. So again, still kind of in that 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 yes. time frame oh, yeah. of, of early nineties. Now, I'd be interested to know if we grabbed the next generation, if we all grabbed our kids and we asked them the same question, would they be picking albums from that same time frame in their lives from no, high school? Guys years? Are not smart enough. <laughs> <laughs> They'll probably be like, "What are albums?" They'd be like, yeah. "Katy Perry." <laughs> okay because your daughter's done that <laughs> yeah exactly i i will Thank say they, they've i mean for me they've entered artists that a lot of them i don't even know yeah I, but I you've also exposed them to a lot of i think other I, stuff none so. of it took none of it oh, took really so i'm an absolute failure in that regard but you're a horrible no. father. Don't, you know, they're like, don't going feel, to don't Dominic feel bad. Fight. My, I was like, my, my kid that? took oh. after her mother's musical taste. So I have to listen to musicals and singers, songwriters and freaking you know, show tunes and shit, you know? So don't feel so bad. So you guys sing Oklahoma. You, you win <laughs> some, you lose some. Yeah. You know? like, I can I, easily I, pivot from metal to like James Taylor. Yeah. yeah. I like James Taylor. Yeah. I like yeah. all oh, yeah. that stuff. It's just when I'm, probably most me that isn't the album that you would go 
soundtrack your life. And everybody be like, oh, James Taylor, you know. Well, and again, it's <laughs> gonna be it's gonna be specific songs of his, right? It's not gonna be whole albums. Yeah, probably. Paul Simon, uh, you know, uh, short of you know like a greatest hits album, which I don't think any of those would count for our. Um, which I'm interested that nobody came up with something like that, but well, it, it's funny we like we also talked to uh, Mrs. and I were talking about like soundtracks, yeah, because Reservoir or not Res well Reservoir Dogs yes, but Pulp Fiction was a soundtrack. It was a solid soundtrack. Yeah. Listen to it a lot. Yeah, Strange Forrest Gump, Gump soundtrack, yeah. Forrest Gump, and, and, mm -hmm. and the Strange Days. I actually like the Gladiator soundtrack because I like Hans yeah. Zimmer. Well, and his, Hans and Zimmer, his composing. I mean, you know, you but, and I are on the same page there. Yeah. Okay, yeah, but again, out. here we go. I don't into even know where debate. to go with that one. <laughs> Soundtrack versus score. They're fucking different. We said what we said. I know you did, yeah. and you were still and we, as and Mac we stand pointed by it. out. You can and we say stand what you by say. it, and we're right. Hey, and and what's hey, on my will? You, you can, can like say, it or not. Like you can say whatever you want. You can still be wrong. There's a score and there's a soundtrack. Fine, and they fine. Are Define different. my wishes at them in that moment. See what happens. This is why a movie that I like a great deal, The Crow. The score is done by Graham Ravel, and the soundtrack is done by Trent Reznor because they are the soundtracks different. really good, though. Yes, Fun. it is actually. But Fun again, that's a compilation of different artists. So I think yes. really and we didn't have any of that because no. I think that would have been a, a point of debate. You know, I, I don't think those would qualify. Like you're saying, if somebody right? had brought that to the table, would that have been a fair assessment to go? This is a legit. I, I mean, think it's so, right? Album. Because we're talking, yeah, we're talking albums, right? We're not talking bands. We're talking albums. So that that could be a very legit choice. So what if somebody comes to the table and they go, "Oh, Metallica's Garage Inc." Now that's theirs, no. but it's all covers. I'm, I'm going. I'm right. going. Seven Dust's Best of Chapter One, ninety-seven <laughs> to two thousand four. So it'll carry all your songs. No, Dude, it's, a got, legit... it's got all the hits, baby. Yeah. No, no, legit question, Mac. If somebody does an album like that, covers Garage Inc. by Metallica, great fucking songs. I think well done by them. Based on the criteria we're discussing for this call, I would think that would count, right? Okay. You could even bring in a greatest hits because we're just talking albums that you could listen to front to back. Oddly, nobody brought anything to the table like that. Yeah, because I, I kind of um, felt like that wasn't. It's kind of cheating. It's it's not it's not cheating or not cheating. It's it's cheating when they when they wrote, recorded, produced, mixed all that 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 story they were telling in one capsule. Right. That was it. That was their headspace. That was the time. That was everything. The energy, whatever. It needed to be that. So when you start cherry picking and putting in, that to me that's bullshit. And that's why okay. I say, I mean, it was not anything I picked, but I think it would definitely would have qualified. And I don't think anybody would have, you know, well, may maybe it sounds like you would have, but um, anybody would have argued with it. But yeah, I just, well, to I'll me, I think argue. that's, that's kind of cheating because like you said, <laughs> you're pulling stuff from every different album. Well, it's, like, uh, I, I, it's kind of the, uh, the, this is so-and-so on Spotify, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, I didn't, I'm, I'm, you know, with what you said, Haas, like to me, like a greatest hits album felt disingenuous for a pick like this. Even even though you could say, well, how does that album stand on its own merits? Like in some cases, that's not the order of the songs I want to hear. But either way, nothing came to mind for me to go to bat for it or else I, I, I would have tried. But I had somebody well, ask me like, well, what if you recorded a live show? And I said, I wouldn't have a problem with that if that's your pick, as long as you name the specific performance. Right. 
you know, I, I, it was Bruce Springsteen on the, October the 19th, 2002, you know, or whatever. Okay. Yeah, I had one album that, that that I thought about bringing. That was it was Bob Marley and the Whalers' Greatest Hits, because to uh, me, I think yeah. yep. that is probably his most well known album. Bob agree. Marley Legends. Well, yeah, and I yeah, yeah, Legends. I mean, because Legends is close, right? It's, it's yeah, the stuff on there. But, but look, I, I wouldn't have argued with you on that just because it's just. But again, he, he I just didn't. He feel wasn't like that was a solid. Didn't record a whole lot, right? And what he right. did in a short period hey. of time was just so fucking awesome. Hey, and it's, it's still, it's in my it's still interest. to this day stands the, the tan of time. You what? <laughs> I said it's in our interest. I want him on the island with good music. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Weed and rum. There you go. Uh, there you go. Well, we can cover both those bases. <laughs> we got the music. Yeah, yeah. Problem solved. Uh, I mean, again, at the end of the day, I enjoyed this. Uh, you know, when you threw it out there a few weeks ago, Haas, like I said, things got busy. I didn't put it out to the group. I wasn't sure we were going to pull this off this week, but everybody was, you know, willing to come to the table and put in the time and effort to do their due diligence. So I was super happy to see that because, again, I just wanted to give everybody time and I didn't know how much it was going to take for people to actually pull it together and go, okay, you know, I, I can definitely find three albums, but everybody seemed on board and it was like, all right, well, let's do it. And so here we are. So that's a win. Uh, you know, uh, go out, check out the Spend Poets. Haas, if you can find it, you know, go to I'm YouTube. Trying. Or whatever. I'm okay. trying. It's it's not an easy task. No, it is not. Um, but it's going to be worth the search. The listen. I promise you. <laughs> oh, Mac. Are you sure about you, that? I, I, I absolutely am. Okay. I stand by that pick. There you go. All right, gentlemen. Well, as always, I appreciate you guys coming in here and doing this. Uh, this was a really good one. And, and whether or not our listeners like it or not, I mean, the pick them, it's, it's something we started three years ago. We circled back to it. I was glad that we did. It has been a minute. Uh, knowing what three albums you guys would take to a deserted island, I'm perfectly happy with the nine, out, nine albums you're bringing. Hopefully you're okay with the three I'm bringing. At least we have 12 albums worth of music. That's like, uh, what, a, a day's worth of music? We're going to be listening to them a lot. So we better get ready. Um, so you know, I, I tell you what, it's not going to be a boring island. No, it fuck no, it's a not. Ain't, ain't going to be a whole lot of meditating. And oh, did you find it? Didn't take him much, did it? It's on YouTube, that's that's well, that's what he said. Though. He's that's dog. Oh, is that? oh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 you don't want that one. That's the follow up. Um, so yeah, so there, there we go, is. uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's in the get... chat. Oh, is it? Oh, spent yep, full album. Yeah. Bam. So give it a listen. They'll read one. They'll, they'll I feel play like the I'm records get a text in about an hour from Grinch going, what the fuck? Unfriended. <laughs> <laughs> no, what what, he, what he's going to do is I put as much effort into that as you did banana ball. Hope you're happy. <laughs> hey, I tried. I've I I've actually tried multiple did you, did times. You phone, did you phone that shit in last week, Mac? No. I've, no, he, he had didn't. his arms crossed Discussion. the whole time. He get was, he was not pleased. Um, but I've gone back and tried to watch several. You've shared out some links. I've tried to watch them. I've powered through all the way through some of them. And it's just, it's not for me. Mac, the funny thing is I don't even hey, watch them. I just want to I'm right there with you, bro. <laughs> I'm right there with you, bro. That's what I'm talking about. My boy there. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I, cu I couldn't do it. I, I, I would rather watch paint dry. I'd rather actually paint and then watch the paint dry. dry. And paint no, you would not. No, yeah, you would I would. Not. 100%. Fuck that yeah, shit. No, you no would boring. Not. 
snooze. First of all, a baseball alone is boring as fuck, and you can go. Well, eat I was going to say, don't tell me. Second baseball of all, <laughs> second of all, you start throwing in this fucking quirky, weird, fucking no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. All I'm right, good. well, you know, nope. uh, they seem well, to be doing just fine without you. Yes, right. two horsemen will we'll travel. And you, know, and you know what, bro? I'm perfectly happy for them. I'm happy for them. They can stay in their space. I can stay in mine. We're all good. And that was well, my look, point. I, I, I'm not trying to, you know dog anything they're doing there's clearly a market for it to grinch's point your market they're they're but it's doing a market their we thing. don't understand right but yeah for me it's just not my thing well full disclosure ha since you were not here like we went through this whole thing last week you know trying to push this on mac and then of course mac turned around and goes okay grinch what if uga does this and he was like nope <laughs> he was like absolutely not well there's a time and place for it, and it's only in baseball because I don't care about baseball. Would, well, I want to clarify again. It wouldn't be UGA doing it. <laughs> the UGA official team wouldn't be doing it, just like the Savannah Bananas I aren't the official that. fucking team of any school. I understand that. So it's not, no, but it's it, the point was made. It's a non-sports team is doing it. <laughs> no, you would say if the sport of football was doing it. They're not anything. They're they're like halfway between college and minors. But but uh, uh, we can agree that last week what you said from my perspective was the only I think reason I said you something very similar to what I just said now. <laughs> you said the only reason you liked he said banana what he ball said, was he because knows what you said. don't like baseball. That's true. But you that, also that said it hmm. will not cause me to go buy a ticket for baseball just because I'm watching it. I may like it, no. but I am not going to go spend my money on baseball. And if that's the hope. Hey, go watch baseball because you've watched this. They're going to lose. And then out on again, that one. ironically, I went to a minor league game. That's right. That Friday. Durham. Durham Bulls, right? Yeah. <laughs> but but you didn't buy the ticket. You didn't I buy. But you didn't buy the ticket. Oh, you bought a ticket. See. <laughs> oh, Grinch. Huck. God love you, buddy. All right, gentlemen. Hey. Well, there we go. Let's go ahead and close it out to all of our listeners. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this one. You know, maybe you get to decide what your three favorite albums are, and that's perfectly fine. Figure out what it means to you. You know, if that's a specific time frame in your life, whatever the case may be. But you know, think about the music that you enjoy, and and then you know, you can have this discussion with your friends like we do here. Loved it. Enjoyed doing this with you guys. I really appreciate it. As always, uh, you guys bring your A game. Even you, Mac, this week, it didn't take much. Look at that. You didn't even have to do much. And you've elevated your game, except for your drink. Yeah, stay muted. That works for me. Uh, so as always, please feel free to check us out anywhere you get your uh, your podcast. Go to Spotify, uh, download our whole album. Yeah, <laughs> you're like an old man on your lawn. Hey, it's fucking Grinch's workout has got nothing but bangers. And yeah, I'm that's killing it. you guys. But that's, that's a playlist. That's, a, that's an album you that's should That's a playlist, not an album. Yes. No, so. that's Grinch's album. That's, <laughs> that's his, his album life of his album. life. <clears throat> All right. Well, gentlemen, as always, I appreciate it. I love doing this with you guys week in and we out. I love you guys, and we will do this again next week. So thank you very much.
The views, information, or opinions expressed during the A Spirited Debate podcast series or any affiliated podcast are solely those of the hosts or guests involved and do not represent those of people, institutions, or organizations that the hosts or guests may or may not be associated with in a professional or personal capacity unless explicitly stated. While guests are invited to listen, listeners acknowledge that they are not being provided professional advice from the podcast or its guests. The content within the parameters of a Spirited Debate podcast series or any affiliated podcast are for entertainment and educational purposes only. Any views or opinions are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, or individual.